0: For another episode of the Cultural Hall, Happy Thanksgiving! What you already got an episode today, and you're getting another episode? Yeah, you bet you are. You know why? yeah cause, cause I felt like it, and cause I felt better. Yeah, yes, that's right, Mister Mayor. The uh, it's not the ghost of uh, Thanksgiving past or present. It's the it's the ghost of Thanksgiving future.
1: That's right, because I'm gonna keep getting smaller.
0: Yeah, yep, shrinking. You're like a reverse sh- shrinky dink. That's right. Or No, you're like a shrinky dink, right? Like cuz they start dink. very slow shrinky dink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which reminds me of a very hilarious episode of New Girl I watched last night that I won't mention here. So, um Mr. Mayor uh, post surgery uh feeling be- better than expected?
1: Yes, except for Monday. I woke okay. up Monday extremely dehydrated cuz uh-huh. I haven't been able to get enough liquids in me. And I think, I think the first few days after the surgery, I really struggled. And so I never got out of that deficit. So I had to go in and have them put an IV in me on Monday yeah, morning. Yeah, you did. And, and, and get me some liquids. I was really in a bad, in bad shape Monday morning, but, um, it was, it was very interesting. The moment those liquids started flowing in to my, my, my bloodstream, mm-hmm. I felt immediately better. It was, it was like Oh, yeah, that was absolutely it. I wasn't yeah. sure if it was dehydration or lack of nutrition or whatever. No, it was dehydration.
0: Yeah. No, they looked at you and said, we know exactly what this is. Probably pretty common, I would imagine.
1: Yeah. And it was so dehydrated, they couldn't find. I mean, they wait, wait, just, wait.
0: How dehydrated were you?
1: <laughs> um, there's no joke here, but oh. uh, the, they, they couldn't find the vein where they had just Put the vein in because the veins were so dehydrated they were just so they had to go into my hand, which
0: hurts like crap. Now, now uh now I'm gonna tell the story and and you can tell this, you can share this with everyone else uh over their Thanksgiving dinner and stuff like that when they're when you're talking about the intravenous, right? So I was so dehydrated. I nope, how hydrated were hydrated were you? Come on, do you not know the setup for jokes, Mr. Mayor? Come on. I don't know anything about jokes. Okay. I was so dehydrated. How dehydrated were you? Thank you. I don't know why this stumbled a (laughs) second time, too, but whatever. I was so dehydrated that when they stuck the needle in my arm, dust came out. (laughs) So you're welcome to use that. Parents' parents jokes will, you know, they'll appreciate that. That would have been a
1: good one to use.
0: Yeah, or you can just say something like, they stuck the needle in and a bunch of dust came out because then you get kind of the illustrative like with the hands and all that stuff i'll tell you it's still noise. fun when they can't find the vein no well, they just like poke around no. in there they yeah. just like move it around <laughs> what one time i tried to donate blood and they couldn't get the vein very well which is ridiculous because i have like fantastic elbow pit veins yeah you do i noticed that thank you every time i've seen you thank you uh, beautiful veins they started poking around and I just said, I'm not doing this. And I got up and left and they were like, "Sure, we'll be able to do it. And I was like, I, uh, no, I'm not. Do- I can't like two yeah, times, three times max. If you can't get there, I'm not mad. I'm not, you know, it's, it's just over. Yeah, it's I just, just can't do it. I'm not doing it from that point. Uh, and I should say uh, this will be the greatest test of the next several weeks today for you on the mental game.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's just keeping my head in, in place at this, the moment and just Mm -hmm. keeping going, you know, and my mom visited us. She, she was already planning on, uh, um, coming. So Mm -hmm. we just let her, had her come even though I was not. So she got to see me as I got, I got, I went to the, the, you get my IV and everything Mm -hmm. else. So that was always fun, you know, and we're entertaining her for Thanksgiving. And then we drove down to Houston. So I was a little bit tired by the time we got back last night but sure
0: Sure. okay is mom still in town taking care of her little andy wandy
1: yeah she didn't do much taking care of me but she
0: was
1: (laughs) (laughs) she's here on vacation so she had her and my dad had a good time um they're down with visiting my brother in houston now okay
0: okay so they're done so so let me ask you this uh and for people who don't know because we didn't really kind of cue that in you had a gastro
1: sleeve Gastric sleeve. And if you look at the sleeve. most recent articles in news, it's not that kind of sleeve. That's yeah. what the name I yeah. like that name. Thank yeah. you. Thank gastric, you very much. A gastric sleeve is what where they basically... I have pictures if you want to see it, by the way.
0: Yeah, send it to me. I'll make it the picture for this episode. I don't know if we really want to. It's No, gross. do it. I'm okay, in. I'll, I'm invested. I'll, I'll, send I'll me send, one. I'll send it. Maybe the most mild of all of yeah. the, the ones. But they because, cut out know. about
1: three quarters of my my stomach and then left leave me with basically the size of a banana
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's just why i couldn't get a lot of water because every time i drink i fill up really quick
0: yeah but you have to keep it up and you have to monitor it and all that stuff so the golden question for me is your wife your loving supportive celestial partner will she be eating thanksgiving dinner or in solidarity is she just oh, no sips of water
1: She's not drinking, she's, a, she's got, I asked her what she planned. And she's like, she says, I've got a chicken breast and I've got mm-hmm. gravy. I've got mashed potatoes and everything. So she'll be making that on her own. And I won't, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm still three weeks out before I could even eat mashed potatoes and gravy. So I'm still yeah. very much on the liquid diet. Sure. 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 But, but by so. Christmas, I told, I said, just for a treat, just for one day, I'm going to go get mashed potatoes and gravy from K- KFC, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just a little bit, not a ton. Yeah, like the child size because that's mm-hmm. about how much Well, and I don't want to overdo it anyway because sure. the point of doing this is not to yep. get get it back again. Yeah. So but the just point, as a little yeah.
0: treat. Yeah, the point is not to test. How long let's see it how takes long to we get, get back? Yeah, let's Just see. Now back.
1: I've done it. Let's see how quickly I can get back to where I was before. No, no. that's not. That
0: well, I'm solidarity. My wife not eating the uh, thanks the typical Thanksgiving dinner uh, right now due to some health stuff. So uh, I am, uh, however, in charge of the whole Thanksgiving turkey. Ah. So uh, I have all sorts of anxiety about that. Um, are you frying it? Are you cooking it? Are you? What are you doing? Well, so here's the thing: grinding it. I, uh, here's the thing very quickly. Um, I, so it was just going to be, um, me going over to my little brother's house for Thanksgiving and he was going to cook everything. And I just show up and say, here's some money. Thanks for going through the hassle. And, um, he got COVID. And so we decided we're not doing that. And that left my mom without a place to go and my other little brother without a place to go. And so, uh, I said, I'll, you know, I'll make the turkey and then I realized the turkey that I purchased was going to be just enough, you know, for like a, a good meal and then some leftovers. So then I bought a turkey breast and the turkey breast uh, will not fit on the smoker like the regular turkey will. So I am, uh, I think it's called le cot is how I'm cooking the turkey breast. And then say it I again, say it again, le, that. le it, I have in, no idea what in a said. pot, I think oh, is what that pot. means. It also might be something completely different, and that's just what I'm remembering. Um, so turkey breast on the inside uh, in like a Dutch oven kind of pot thing that I'll just set low and slow in the oven. And then uh, the reason why we are late getting together this morning to record is I had to get the spatchcocked turkey out on the smoker. See, that's how that's how um, devoted we are. Mm-hmm. We are
1: doing this actually on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, everyone. yeah. Just so you know, this is. We yeah, but devoted. to be fair,
0: what else would you be doing?
1: I wouldn't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's when you reached out yesterday. You're, you're like, you're not really doing anything. Do you yeah. want to do a, articles of news that? I was like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not okay. A, <laughs> you're, not a, you're not a sports guy, so I know that's not a thing. Hey, and I was like, maybe I became a sports guy recently. Yeah. yeah. No, care. no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> uh. So coming up, third block of the cultural hall, we have an elongated temple ticker. Uh, also, Yay, recorded, I don't have to do the end. Yeah, also recorded on Thanksgiving. Corey K. Ward uh, tells us about some uh, some firsts in a long time um, with temples and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and and we get into uh, a lot of Moroni talk, a lot of talk about the Angel Moroni on top of temples in the Temple Ticker. So now that's we totally need to hear that's coming up in the third block. Uh, in just a moment, we're going to break uh for the uh you know the little bell and then we do the ads and then we come back and do actual articles of news but before we do that i want to tell you uh i am thankful for you mr mayor i'm thankful to everyone who steps in and does this silly little show with me whenever you know it's probably not very convenient for them uh i'm thankful for all of the patreon saints who uh, have decided to say hey you know what I like that show well enough to put some of my hard-earned money to to support that. And it means a lot. And I know I sort of talk about it, uh, uh, you know, trivially or, you know, I'll be like, hey, put your money where your mouth is. But it really does mean a lot to me that people would do that. Um, To the people who found themselves to the Cultural Hallback Row, the Facebook group, now over 300 people, uh, I'm appreciative to every single one of those people. And to those of you that may be finding this uh, the first time, or you just listen and you think, man, isn't that good enough? Can't I just listen instead of having to do all these other things? Uh, I'm thankful for for every single one of you folks as well. So so thank you. And well, now we can eat Thanksgiving We all, dinner. We all appreciate <laughs> you. I'll just speak for
1: everyone that you mentioned. We all appreciate you, Richie, because you do a lot. You work harder than anyone else on this show.
0: So. Oh, well, that's fair. I would take that.
1: I just jump in from time to
0: time yeah. and make stupid comments. Oh, but I'm going to make actually you do the actual work. <laughs> but I'm going to make you real mad coming up in the news. I'll tell you why. Let's take a break and come back in the uh, second block with actual articles of news. <laughs> BestDJINUtah.com is a website that you need to go to if you would like to party with me. Now, just because it says Utah as part of the URL does not mean that it has to be in the state of Utah. I've traveled to such illustrious places as Wyoming, Nevada, Texas, Washington and others Idaho as well if uh if you're having an event and you think you know what i would love the energy the charisma that is Richie uh, to be able to bless the event i don't know why i said bless you can hit me up bestdjinutah.com. maybe you you yourself are getting married or has been the case multiple times this year you are the apparent not a parent just the parent uh, or one of the parents cuz there's multiple parents i'm getting distracted you are one of the parents of the bride or groom and you think Richie would be great to be at this event. You can hit me up, bestdjinutah.com. Be sure that you mentioned uh, that you hear it on the cultural hall. I may, in fact, even get you a little bit of a discount. Who knows? We'll see how I feel that day. It's bestdjinutah.com. Hi, friends. Dan, the Laptop Man here from PC Laptops with breaking news. Windows 11 is now here. It's fast and it's beautiful. So let's make sure your computer's ready to run it. Bring your PC into any PC laptops right now at pclaptops.com. pclaptops.com. Here in the second block of Articles of News, we do actual Articles of News. Hit it, Peter. You can't lose Articles of News. And away we go. Now, here is the deal. Uh, Because, you know, sometimes things get a little uh, crazy. They get a little all over the place. Uh, We actually have recorded another Articles of News already, where we talk about David Archuleta where we talk about the um, shooter in uh, Colorado Springs. Uh, And that episode will come out likely this weekend, or maybe, I guess Sunday morning is still this weekend, but it will come out after this. So that episode is done, but not published. And in that episode, I stole all the Mormon Tabernacle Choir news that you were going to do. Hey, I claimed it on Facebook. Well, you you stole it anyway. You can hear me say, too bad oh, so man. sad in the uh upcoming articles of news did you get anything about the
1: bells the bells of triple of nope. square nope okay, i left well, the bells I least, to you okay uh, i'll at least get that one yeah
0: the bells in your court as it were i don't think man. that's how that saying goes um but i told you i'd make you mad as we get into you, articles of news
1: you, you you're I, I'm, I'm walking out i'm turning <laughs> this off <laughs> i'm walking. <laughs> slamming the door
0: those milk strippings have driven me from the cultural hall and goodbye. So I'd love for you, since you queued it up already, let's talk about the bells on Temple Square. So the
1: bells had a, a concert on the 18th. Um, I, I mentioned it on the most recent uh, articles of news. And all I wanted to mention about the bells on Temple Square, other than the fact that my aunt is the director, everyone. Mm-hmm. You, that's just that's that's my claim to fame. I sure. have a celebrity aunt. Um, I mean, most people are like, I don't even know what the Bells are. So is that a celebrity? Anyway, um, you can watch them on YouTube and you can watch on demand all of the concerts on YouTube, except for the Christmas concert, which you won't be able to see until usually a year later. Mm -hmm. But the Bells on Temple Square concert, you can watch right now on YouTube on the uh, Mormon or the LDS, uh, the church's channel.
0: On is it phone. is it a great holiday listen if people are using it today is, or this weekend? Absolutely, to I haven't out watched it all, but stuff. they have
1: they have some great um, you know they they do a lot with some visual art as well, and so yeah, it's it's a it's a good Thanksgiving listen. This is a good day to listen to it while you're waiting for that turkey to either cook inside or smoke outside on, depending on what you're doing or with, both or both.
0: I like a deep fried turkey too. Yeah, I've never had a deep fried. turkey. It's real. really. Don't. I, I
1: I imagine it's amazing yeah yep.
0: i mean it's hard to really mess up well i shouldn't say that it's not hard to mess up turkey but there are lots of really delicious ways to prepare turkey so
1: that's true let's uh, stop talking about turkey oh yeah oh man i can't wait to <laughs> eat can. it
0: what are you eating oh water. i'm eating oh. a crappy shake <laughs> crappy oh, protein you, shake you've moved into protein shakes congratulations i am oh yeah i've i've upgraded into protein shakes so. good i'm proud of you i'm proud of you uh a couple sort of just random uh news articles that uh didn't get mentioned before but i think are worth mentioning um down in brazil um both in the cities of natal and rio de janeiro uh they did uh, a meetup with the church with uh, youth it's essentially like uh remember how we used to have like super conferences a youth super conference where you get like everybody in the region together and you do, maybe you didn't do that up in Ogden, but I know down here in the Salt Lake Valley, we would Yeah, do we did. Up. And we just did the... like hundreds of youth or like the you entire know, state. I,
1: I nodded state. when you said it before, but no one on the radio can hear me. No, nod.
0: no, you have to verbally nod. Um, they did this thing um, where 15,000 youth and young single adults uh, participated in 70 sessions of meetup. Uh, and that meetup is what this particular event is called and they they have additional um sessions What are these
1: sessions? Are they just like small groups or it,
0: large it, groups? Uh, uh, it's like uh as best as I can tell it's um it's everything from like this is how you can study the scriptures better to like, oh, so they're like hey maybe like this is how you do laundry.
1: Weekends, like like kind of like education but for like kids like youth yeah, conference. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay.
0: Kids and young single adults it's uh yeah, it's an opportunity. I just thought it was super cool because I've never heard of any anyone outside of the Intermountain, um, you know, area, the I-15 corridor, the uh, Jell-O belt, if you will. I wonder doing how many, how many things were related to something like fun ideas for dates. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Two of them. Uh, what was not mentioned is, uh, hey, juveniles, here's how you vandalize a church in Perry, Utah. Ah, uh, this is obviously, obviously a maybe. So, maybe that's why it happened. I don't think so. I don't think okay. that that's what they did. Um, this obviously, that was a terrible segue into this next news story. Police report that they have identified two juveniles. As of uh, this recording, they have not arrested the two juveniles uh, for vandalizing a meeting house in Perry. Um, photos show smashed glass, slashed paintings, a damaged organ. Uh, I think it is not the uh, lungs or heart of an individual, but yet the actual literal organ inside the church. Um, because of the vandalism, the meeting house was closed, and uh, I didn't realize this, but um, it sounds like, based on this line in this article, a restoration crew would have it up and rolling again in a week. Wow, a week's time. so. Um, their ages and names are not made available because they're juveniles, of course, and they will likely be arrested uh, as soon as they can, you know, hopefully pr- soon. prove it, prove it as it were. Uh, what other news stories do you have since I stole Still, all your news?
1: You didn't steal all the you stole a big chunk of it. Um. Yeah. Uh, I realize that I am not as good of a replacement as our our brother, Kyle, uh-huh. but. If you are, I, I know we've mentioned this on previous articles of news, but if you are missing Brother Kyle, his YouTube channel is quite inspiring. And he and his most recent um YouTube um um segment that he posted, I think yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, 17 hours ago, I guess is what, what it was. It's called Clean It Up. And it's <laughs> he's talking about the greatest inve- invention in the world. Mm. Hmm, and uh, it's a bidet. Spoiler alert! Oh, come on! But it is a riot. It's funny, and you know. So please go follow Brother Kyle. If you still, you know, I'm I'm not a good replacement for Brother Kyle. So if you if you need to add Brother Kyle back into your life, his YouTube channel is is great to follow. It's worth
0: noting because it's Brother Kyle. We don't see him on a bidet, do we? No, we don't see him. We
1: just see him in his car. Okay. talking about it
0: okay but, but it is
1: well it's it's awesome he has a good little segment and they're really short little um videos that he does so keep following brother kyle we w- like to have brother kyle in
0: our life we will uh, provide a link for that in the show notes in accordance with this episode so you can check that out this was uh, cool um there is an american sign language board of education formed by the church to champion deaf youth and young adults in uh, her education week address earlier this year katie steed disability specialist manager in the church's priesthood and family department shared a phrase and all thy children shall be taught of the lord emphasizing the word all Well, she and her team have seen firsthand the enormous impact that even slight considerations, changes, or improvements can make in the lives of church members with disabilities. Things like including audio descriptions on church videos and using more inclusive language in the general handbook. Now, in an effort to continue building support for members of the church who are deaf and hard of hearing— especially youth and young adults there's a new ASL board of education that has been established and i think that's awesome i agree you can read about it at disability.churchofjesuschrist.org but now there is the literal consideration of those that are deaf or hard of hearing and i think that 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 is tremendous i have in mesquite
1: there was some big news in the mesquite local news okay that that the, 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 and and i was surprised to see it when i was searching for news articles this morning. And it was simply Lee returns from mission. Okay. So it's just a, you know, sister Caden Kale Lee served an honorable mission for the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This was reported in the Mesquite local news. Yeah, it talks it about, it talks about how she returned home on November um, 8th and that she would be speaking on November 13th. And I just thought at a Google search for LDS news, just a, a standard little return missionary coming home from her mission came up in one of my top three um, uh, nice when I was searching for it. And I thought, how cool is that? And so I'm going to use it. as There's not much more than that. I hope she had a great mission and I hope she had a great talk and she's enjoying her life home and we'll find a husband soon. I'm just kidding. Just <laughs> Do
0: kidding. we know? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for keeping <laughs> up that stereotype and cultural expectation. Do we know where she served?
1: She served?
0: Oh, I thought it was in, a she.
1: It is a she. Did I say he? Yeah, no, you just she. said he. She will. She served in the Kansas Wichita Mission.
0: OK. Yep. It nice. Kind cool. Um, hmm. So let's go here. I thought this was interesting and I post about it. Find and follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the cultural hall or just search the cultural hall. Um. Archivists at Western Illinois University have unearthed a rare document written by the founder of Mormonism. A certificate by Joseph Smith, the first president of the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, bears witness to his officiating a McDonough County marriage between Graham Coltrane and Fanny Davis in 1839. To which, when I saw this, I went, oh, "Okay, so he he officiated a wedding in McDonough County between Graham and Fanny in 1839." What's the big deal? Well, it's quite the big deal, as it turns out. Uh, It goes on to say he was surprised to realize it seemed to be an actual Smith written document. So, first of all, it appears all indications is that it's in Joseph Smith's handwriting, which is kind of cool. And then also um, it uh, it shows that while Joseph Smith performed many uh, marriages in Nauvoo, which is a small town in Hancock County, historians were unaware that he had performed a marriage. Uh, when visiting later latter-day saints in mcdonough county in 1839 so kind of makes sense but it's kind of cool that they have that yeah well and, and the thing that i think is cool uh and look no further than like the potential daguerreotype of joseph smith and things like this like like sometimes i think we go yeah we found it all whatever it is it's probably already been found But I mean, we're, we're not even 200 years old. There's likely stuff in people's attics, in people's trunks, in, you know, just stuff that people have never looked at or haven't taken time to, to kind of think or consider and, and sure enough. Like old
1: family records that you didn't even realize. Yeah. Yep. Probably a lot more out there. And whether they're in the church or out of the church, there's probably, because there's a lot of families who stayed there because they were part of the community of Christ or whatever, or then they've just the family's just no longer part of the church, but they might have records. It'd be really interesting to find all that.
0: And, uh, to be able to, to just continue to learn and, and, um, and, and find those things. So people that get kind of hung up on stuff or, you know, don't know, maybe there's something coming that, that will help us understand.
1: I don't know. I imagine there will be, I would hope. I would hope there would be, because there's probably, we're just probably scratching the surface of it all.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know how many more news stories you have. I have two. Okay. Well, let me tell you about this one then. Michelle Franzoni Thorley and Miyamoto Loretta Jensen are the hosts of a new podcast. It's called Love Your Lineage, and it's uh, from the folks over at LDS Living. It is a multifaceted, friendly, and shame-free exploration of the challenges of family history centered in the Black, Indigenous, and People of Color experience. Um, They help listeners see beyond the traditional focus on searching for missing names, showing how everyone, no matter their background or family situation, can make deep and powerful connections to their ancestors. You can find it where you find the cultural hall. It's called Love Your Lineage, and they will likely be an upcoming episode of the cultural hall as we get to know them.
1: So we've talked about the giving machines. The giving machines are out. There's a we talked about them last
0: time. And one you are not the gonna place, talk about it in Kansas City, are you? Because we did that in the future. That's the past.
1: You did that in the future, the past with yep.
0: two celebrities. Yep, Kansas okay. City.
1: See, then I only have one more.
0: Okay, so give me the I'm one not, more. And I hope we didn't do this one.
1: <laughs> well, this one came out today, so I doubt you would you did. Okay. Um, it's the story. So do you remember two years ago, uh just before Thanksgiving, um, President Nelson released uh his a big long um worldwide address oh, about yeah, giving yeah, giving yeah, thanks. Yeah. And um on LDS Living, they tell Sherry dute tells the story of that. And it's quite an interesting story that um they actually came to him with the uh, the the idea of doing an address. You know, we were in the middle of this pandemic, everyone was and we had it wasn't just a pandemic, we had just spent a summer of Racial in harmony and all kinds of protests. There was just a lot going on, mm-hmm. and so they came to him with the idea of doing an address. And he said, "Okay, go ahead and go, come up with some ideas, and we'll talk next week." And apparently, that wasn't soon enough because he called them back into his office the next day and said, "Here's what we're going to do." And he lined it all out. He had had come to him overnight, and he knew exactly how what. what he was going to say how much time he was going to take. It was, it's just a kind of really cool story about how that address came about. And it's longer than you would ever imagine a quick address. Cause most of the time they were doing a lot of those, uh, hear him, not my hear him, but hear, hear him with actually H I M not H Y M back then. And those were like, what, maybe a minute, maybe two minutes at the most. Yeah. Um, and this was an 11 minute long address, which was kind of unheard of. For what the church was doing at the time, and he said, "No, it, it's going to be that." And he also called out that he was going to give that prayer because that was one of the most stirring parts of that address. Was not just what he talked about; was the prayer he gave for all of the world that was going on right now, hmm. and and then the 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 challenge to you know post on social media to give thanks. I thought that was such an interesting story. I thought I'd bring it up on today of all days, Thanksgiving, because that's such a i mean it's just it's just a reminder for us to have the gratitude anyway so if you have a chance re-watch that it'll kind of get you back in the spirit i think of
0: thanksgiving today i've made the commitment actually to try and get into the holiday spirit this year last year didn't feel it didn't feel it nope the way i I do it it is i post
1: every day during christmas every day i post something Um, usually it's a, usually it's a, it's like my hear hymns, but about carols, but I have one for, I will all post one every day from December 1st to December 25th. I won't do that on cultural hall, but I do that on my own page, but three of them I'll use, uh,
0: for hear hymns. They'll be out of the hymn book or something. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take that. Uh, this is a listicle. What are the biggest changes to missionary service in the last 10 years? I ask you, do you want me to name them? Uh, yeah, I'd like to see. Uh, okay, I'd obviously like the s- drop in t- in
1: in in age, right? From nineteen to eighteen, and from twenty-one to nineteen for for females.
0: Uh, I think technically, hang on, I don't think that that's in the last ten years. Oh, isn't it? Let's see. Yeah, but Maybe that was.
1: Maybe that was longer than ten years ago.
0: Sisters wearing uh, pants. Yeah, okay. That yeah, that's about that's about 10 years ago. October 2012 was when okay. that happened.
1: Sisters wearing pants. Okay, um, let's
0: see if that is one. Mur, mur, mur. Uh yes, December 2018, new attire and grooming guidelines for sister missionaries. I don't know if this is listed, but something I've noted, they no
1: longer refer to um the people as investigators, they are okay. called friends now. Which is mm. I I think is a far better way to do it. So they'll they'll just talk about I have a friend who's coming to church with me, or I'm teaching what a friend of mine I'm teaching the. God. So if you listen to the elder, the the missionaries, their language has changed in that regard. I don't know if that would be listed. That's a significant one.
0: Uh, well, it is not.
1: It is not listed. Uh, I think that uh, I think that's all I got. Oh come on,
0: think about it a little harder. There's a Let's couple low hanging fruit here.
1: Low hanging fruit. Um, I don't know my my brain is is not there today.
0: What so. have you been going through some stuff? Maybe 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 a little bit. <laughs> mm, all right, in 2013, missionaries began social media proselyting. Oh, that's true. That's a big one. I guess that's a low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Uh the West Campus of the Provo MTC was established? Yep, that's my, a huge addition.
1: My niece served, was there. That's where she was at.
0: Um There was a new Missionary Leadership Council that was organized April 2013 for each mission. That includes the mission president and his wife, assistance to the president, zone leaders, and a new role, sister training leaders. Um, 58 new missions were created in April 2013.
1: Yep. That's including Austin. No, Austin was created later than that, but yeah.
0: Uh, The Provo MTC West Campus was closed. Remember, they had so many missionaries that they took over some of the apartments near the MTC. And then the influx had sort of uh, gone down, so they didn't need to do that anymore. I think some of
1: that was also redistribution to other MTCs, too.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, October 2017, the new Provo MTC is dedicated. 2018, they updated the Preach My Gospel. Also 2018, mission calls now delivered online. That's a huge. That is a big one. Yeah. Uh, February 2019, the church closed several international MTCs. The one in Spain, Chile, Argentina, and the Dominican Republic close. Uh, February 2019. This was the most uh, low-hanging fruit that I. I was surprised you didn't say. They uh, made missionary communication updates so that.
1: Oh, that is a big one. Yeah, you can actually talk to
0: them. Uh, January 2020, all missionaries are approved to have access to a smartphone. February 2022 uh, evacuate or sorry 2020 uh, missionary evacuations due to COVID 19.
1: That was a big one, yeah.
0: March 2020, uh, MTC in home training begins, and that's
1: still going. It's amazing how
0: there a lot of the um, some of that
1: initial training is still happening. They Mm -hmm. stay at home for two weeks before they go to the MTC, which probably has increased their ability to get people through the MTC.
0: Yeah. So that's just some of the changes of the last 10 years. And it's crazy to think about some of those things. Just, I remember getting my hard copy in the mail and I think you still can get or like print.
1: Yeah. You uh, can print it.
0: Yeah. Your hard copy. So you have something like that, but
1: you know, it, it, my, my mailman, I, when I had mine, I like checked with him every day, even though I knew it it, when they came, I didn't care. I was just too excited. I still went out like, is it here today? So he actually brought it to our door oh that's nice yeah he he was a long time back then when you had a mailman he was the mailman for life like i knew him his name was tiger really when i was a kid he'd give us rubber bands because they wrapped the <laughs> so you know we'd always go hey tiger can we get some rubber bands so he'd save them so he i just mean we had known him since i was a like three so like for him to bring it it was kind of cool
0: my my uh mailman chad that's his name
1: that's that's good cool.
0: l- legitimate my mailman's name hi richie and i think that it burdens him that i talk to him but i like to talk to him (laughs) uh a couple other news stories as we wrap out any idea who the largest landowner of this in the state of illinois is we obviously know uh from uh, an earlier interview that we did earlier, I think this year, or maybe the last part of last year, uh, about Florida and that the church is the largest landowner of the is state the church of
1: Florida. in Illinois the largest landowner in Illinois?
0: It is, in fact, the largest landowner of Illinois. Wow. Yep. That, uh, that, that
1: state that we left
0: from, we own more land than... <laughs> well, and it's interesting. I, I would speculate, and I know that it would take a tremendous amount of work um that the church probably is the largest landowner in most states i imagine there's a lot of states absolutely yeah, yeah.
1: i agree i bet they're a significant landowner here in texas
0: yeah yeah i'm but i mean but it it is a hard thing for us to be able to figure out but uh the lds church owns almost 0.5 percent uh oh nope sorry the that's how much uh bad statistic richie shame on me Uh, There's only 0.5% of Illinois citizens who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. There it is. But they own the most land in Illinois. Uh, 38,000 acres, making it the same. How much in
1: Missouri? Because I know know, we're building for everyone to leave Utah and walk across the country Mm -hmm. and land in
0: Missouri. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Land owner in Missouri... I mean, I would imagine that we probably are uh, quite a bit. Missouri, it is... Pioneer Forest is the largest private landowner in Missouri. But let's see if how accurate this is.
1: And is P- yeah. Pioneer Forest owned by the church? I'm just kidding. I don't know.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and for Utah, it says the federal government owns the most of Utah, so... Uh, I don't know. Let's see if this has this listed as. Oh yeah, no, it does. Illinois, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, also called the Mormon Church, landest loan landowner of the state. Uh, in Idaho, the largest landowner is the Holding family, who owns, um, Sun Valley as well as Snow Basin as well as Sinclair Oil in Utah. Um, Florida, the Mormon Church in Florida. Let me just take a quick look through all this see texas let's see i'll
1: look at texas you look for other
0: things uh the mcdonald family uh in alabama i think that's sort of interesting um there this is king ranch
1: incorporated is the largest landowner in uh texas
0: and who owns king ranch incorporated that's what i want to know
1: i have 33
0: million acres of the state of utah is federally owned fascinating
1: the well, King Ranch is owned by the descendants of Richard King, one of, huh. a big, a big uh, Texas um, rancher, I believe.
0: So. Hmm. Okay, here this th- this has devolved into uh, what are we even talking about? But we'll take a break and come back and do the Temple ticker here in a second. But Stan Cranky, I don't know who that is, uh, in the state of Wyoming, who owns Q Creek Ranch and W T Wagner Ranch, has a sum of five hundred and fifty thousand acres. He is the fifth largest landowner in the United States with a total of 1.6 million acres. One guy.
1: Wow. Pretty cool. I just just saw, uh, you know, at the top, is it 10? The top 10, 20 biggest landowners in America, and the church is not on. Okay. Top 20 biggest landowners in America.
0: Let's invest in some land.
1: Let's do this. Let's take it out of the stock market
0: and get some land. Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. Mayor. Drink water and, and a protein shake. I will. Thank you. You feel good? You feel all right? I feel really feel good right okay? now. I feel good. really good today. You look good. Wait till like four in
1: this after, the afternoon and yeah. I'll start. Yeah, you look better than you have in years, pal. Like, my, I could, I, this is the first time, like, literally looking at this. I'm like, hey, my face looks skinny.
0: Yeah. So I, it's the first time I've noticed any change.
1: One last literally thing before I, I, I let I you go
0: is it is it helpful if I tell you, yeah, you look great, or do I just love you no matter what and you know you look great?
1: i know i look great no matter how okay, so i don't need to say ugly I, no 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 i it is helpful it's great okay. to see well then especially as great. we go through the next months just let me know what if you notice any difference because yeah. i think that's helpful because i now, see if it you every look day
0: terrible if you look terrible am i allowed to say yes Oof! geez what happened have you seen the movie hope floats
1: uh-huh we watched it with my mom and the sander bullock character comes to town uh uh this we just watched it a few days ago, and and the and the grandma character, she says, "You don't look good. She says, "I don't feel good." She's like, "You don't look good," <laughs> and he's like, "I don't feel good," and she's like, "Well, you don't look it." <laughs> she's like, drives it, yeah. in. Hell. And I just thought,
0: yeah, do that, take that, and deal uh, done. Yeah. That is my commitment to you. I will do that. Sounds good. Happy right. Thanksgiving, my friend. Yeah, Happy Thanksgiving. Bye bye.
1: We tend to measure our blessings according to what we already have, rather than life, the life God has given us. Our Father's thoughts are not our thoughts, nor are His ways our ways. If we drift towards the comparative structure of societal materialism, allowing social media feeds and nightly news reports to determine how satisfied we are with the status quo of our lives, we'll embark on a never-ending quest of never enough. When I was young, the hymn Count Your Blessings bothered me. For some reason, the idea of the song, was, I thought, was to spend time counting all of the good things in my life, and it felt like bragging to me. My misunderstanding of the song stemmed from my own issues and not paying attention to the verse as I did to the chorus. When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Life tends to be unpredictable. We might not know what tomorrow will bring, but we can hold on to the promise that He, who holds each of us in the palm of His hands, will guide us through it. When life gets chaotic and routine, becomes out of whack, focus on your blessings. The writer of this hymn, Count Your Blessings, Johnson Oatman Jr. was born on April 21, 1856. When Johnson was a child, he loved to listen to his father sing. Although he couldn't match his father's voice, he grew up wanting to create the same musical influence in their community. He envied his father's ability to contribute to others' lives simply by vocalizing a song or hymn. Many of us can relate to Johnson. I often wish for talents of other people and overlook my own. Johnson's life had been passed from one experience to another. He worked in the family business for a time, but soon gave up those opportunities and began to study for the ministry. After completely completing school and for ministering in the Methodist Episcopal churches, he continued hoping that life would bring other things for him. At the age of thirty-six, he realized that he did, without a question, have a musical talent. Musical talent. At the same level, but different from his father's, he could write songs for other Christians to sing. So each year, some two hundred songs flowed from his pen. Ultimately, he wrote five thousand songs and was happy that he had found his calling. Oatman wrote many songs, but it's, but he seemed to consider "No Not One" and "Higher Ground" as fa- his favorites. However, people everywhere seem to have adopted another of his very special songs, that is Count Your Blessings, written in 1897. It quickly became a favorite in many Christian communities. Oatman died in Norman, Oklahoma in 1922, but his songs continue to minister to millions. I recently underwent a surgical procedure. Richie and I have discussed this in several articles of news segments here on the Cultural Hall. I have also discussed before that I am prone to anxiety, and the stress surrounding the surgery contributed to my general sense of unease. Are you ever burdened with a load of care? Does the cross seem heavy you are called the bear? Count your many blessings, every doubt will fly, and you will be singing as the days go by. I am the technology specialist in my stake, which is normally quite a simple calling, and I was but I was duty-bound to support a conference for service missionaries. This conference was broadcast to many churches at home throughout the Southwest Southwest region with remote speakers in attendance, and there were a lot of complexities that I had to solve with my engineering skills. And it was scheduled for the Sunday Saturday before my surgery. My stress level peaked on Wednesday night before the conference, and unfortunately— I reacted to the stress in uncharacteristic ways, including speaking my mind rather harshly to the elder in charge of the conference. So amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged. God is over all. Count your many blessings. Angels will attend. Help and comfort give you to your journey's end. After apologizing to the elder, I knelt to pray to that the Spirit would comfort me. While I was praying, I was prompted to read my patriarchal blessing. Among others, one passage was particularly poignant, which says, Fill your life with service. Be truly your brother's keeper. True happiness lies in the desire to give, whereas unhappiness lies in the desire to get. One's life is not so enriched by that which one receives, rather by that which one gives. Give freely give willingly of your time, your talent, your means, your education, your energy in behalf of others. Sometimes the Lord does not give us what we think we want, but he always gives us gives us what we need. And what I needed was to stop thinking about myself and serve. And in so doing, the people that I served with served me in return, and assisted in the Lord lightening my burden. This conference took me out of myself and let me focus on others, which eased my constant worry about my upcoming surgery. Friends, even though we should always strive to have gratitude, this time of year is a great opportunity to look at our lives from a grateful perspective. As you enjoy the Feast's many of you will share with your family and friends. Remember to do as Johnson Oatman suggests. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God hath done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God hath done. affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit lennondesign.com.
0: Here in the third block of the Cultural Hall, it's time for the temple ticker. We welcome him in uh with all the regalia, with all the revelry, with all the reverence, I don't know, I'm throwing out our words, with all the respect that he deserves. It is Corey K. The K stands for the Pharaoh Ward. Thank you for being here, sir.
2: Yes, it is me. Thanks.
0: Uh, and, uh, technically, it would be it is I, but, you know, far be it from me to be the one to correct you as far as that yeah, goes.
2: Objective pronouns, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: we're talking about the temple, and there has been a, a lot, not big necessarily, but a lot that has been discussed since the last time we chatted. Let us spare no other time with a frivolous commentary between the two of us, and let's get to the temple news.
2: That's right. There's been lots of drips of news in the last couple of weeks, so um first let's talk about this site announcement um grand rapids of michigan so it was the church released the location of this temple it will be a 10 and a half acre site there in grand rapids um and if you look on the the map right now it's actually the site of a christ community church um so the church was um, i looked in some of the real estate history and the church was listed for one point three five million. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the sale was finalized on November 3rd. So the church had a big turnaround on this. They bought it and they finalized the sale and then they announced the, uh, the location. So, and they they already have plans for a 20,000 foot square foot temple and they're beginning to work with city officials.
0: And Christ community church, is that the community of Christ church? I sometimes get sort of tripped up in what churches, because if you have church of Jesus Christ or Christ church, those are two different churches.
2: Uh, no, negative. Um, you do names of churches. You very much have to pay attention to the wording. If it's just one like hyphen off, it might be another church. If mm-hmm. if the D on day is capitalized, <laughs> that's not our church. So,
0: yeah. If I have <laughs> if I ever formed a church, that would be the only difference between me and <laughs> and this church is I would capitalize the day, and then I'd have I'd have at least a million members just because people don't know or pay attention. Yeah, I'm a capital day latter-day saint okay perfect following Richie, uh is it is it is it curious that um and 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 maybe you would know well of course you would know more about this but like there there aren't sites in mind when they get announced when temples get announced at general conference it's just sort of this city needs it and then put them to work or is it sometimes they have a place other times they don't
2: uh it's probably a combination i would assume just hidden mess miss i don't know i mm. guess i'm i'm sure the temple department have some sort of procedures but as we learned um a few years ago that temple in india um president nelson just woke up the day before and said he felt like he should announce one in india yeah and so i i don't know if the, and that the church already had that site they tore down a, a church building to build that temple so mm-hmm. i assume they didn't have a property when he announced that
0: like what are we going to do the prophet said so <laughs> tear That's that right. building down
2: uh, well, I really like—I really like this Christ Community Church. Like, if, if we had the option to keep it, like, it's kind of nice architecture. Huh. Um, in the description, it says it's a—it uh, has seats of 250 people with 12 classrooms. Like, it, w- it would be an okay church to keep, but I just think they'll probably don't have use for it, so it will probably be turned down.
0: Yeah, it, where does it sit in the 10 and a half acre s- s- plot? Could we feasibly make it like a stake center? Adapt it to a stake center, and put a temple behind it, or is it like smack? In uh,
2: yeah, maybe. I, I just kind of doubt it.
0: But. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> I doubt it, too. I'm just saying, <laughs> is it possible? I'd, I'd love it, you know, when I see some of these things, like we've talked recently about the church up in Morgan, which is a small, small community uh, outside of, what, Ogden, Utah, uh, mm-hmm. it it's the oldest building in the particular town and they're going to tear it down because the church of Jesus Christ, of Latter-day Saints sold it to somebody else. And now that church can't afford to fix it. We should buy it back. I know that doesn't make investment sense. <laughs> we should buy it back and restore it. And it should be a thing. I don't know why we don't do the thing.
2: Well, there was that, um few weeks ago, there was a church building in Idle Falls that mm-hmm. the church actually donated for to for a food bank. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: so, Anyway, all to say, there's a temple in Richmond, Virginia coming. Yeah, they announced (laughs) the
2: dedication of that. Um, The dedication will be on May 7th. And so before that, they'll have an open house uh, VIP and media tours, which before in the press releases, they didn't uh, specify these dates. But those media tours will be on March 20th through 25th, and then an open house to the public March 25th through April 15th, not including the Saturday of general conference.
0: So that's a pretty decent opening. I mean, it's no DC, but three weeks, and it'll serve some of the DC area. Is that where Richmond is?
2: Um, I mean, it's on the southern part of the state. Yeah. Okay. It's a, a drive, maybe okay. a, a few hour drive from DC. Yeah. Well, they got all the first temple of... in Virginia, and yes. it was one of the first announced by President Nelson in twenty eighteen.
0: So this will be, then be the third uh, announced by President Nelson that will be active and open. Yes. All right. See? See, look what you've taught me. (laughs) Look what you've taught me. Uh, And and, uh, dedicated by Elder Holland. Does he have any sort of connection to to Virginia?
2: Not that I'm aware. I'm sure we'll find out when it happens, though. Sure.
0: Sure, sure, sure. All right. Where do we go next?
2: Yeah. So in the same press release, they also announced the rededication of the Columbus, Ohio Temple. So this rededication will happen on June 4th by Russell and Ballard. Um, And then they open house. Russell
0: Ballard. Come on. (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's right. Russell yep. Melvin. Melvin Russell yep. Ballard. Yep. Um yeah, those media tours April 24th to the 28th, open house April 29th through May 13th. So another
0: 3-week open house. Yep. Yeah. Uh now the Columbus Temple though hasn't been open very long cuz I think it opened in Columbus while I was serving in Cleveland. So the you know, 24, you know, 23, 24 years before a renovation. Is this one of the ones that got like mold or had some structural issues?
2: That's right. In the Columbus dispatch, they, some people from the temple construction interviewed. They said that um, the original temple was built in 1999, was not up to the standards to the new temple exterior. And then the new one will be more weather uh, resistant. So yeah, you're right about the the marble on the wood framing. So they took all the the marble down. They um, put steel up to reinforce it and then they put on a new exterior, which includes sculpted bronze panels, floral art and sp- art glass and bronze accents. So it's a good looking temple.
0: Uh, now I'm curious about this because you and by the way, you can find all these notes and links that we reference here in the temple ticker in the show notes. Uh, they changed the the w- which way Moroni faces um I, I I guess I was always of the thought that Moroni faced East, right? generally
2: and that that wasn't always the case mm-hmm. but it, like or in the in that 1990s 2000s it was pretty dogmatic that they did that and so even if the moroni was facing away from the entrance of the temple they still did it anyways face mm-hmm. east but mm-hmm. um i guess now just for aesthetics they when they replaced moroni they, they made it so that he um, faces the door of the temple mm-hmm. so kind of west direction
0: westish Yep. <laughs> face him westish now this is a big <laughs> one for uh for all of us here in the state of utah um i mean it's no mistake on the lake it's saratoga springs and in this massive edifice on the far side of utah lake
2: yeah definitely one of the bigger temples that the church has built in the last few years i really like they really have this lake design of like the mountain with the lake and the cranes and everything that's the kind of the motif of the temple so mm-hmm. kind of unique so yeah we got um a dedication the dedication will not be till august august 13th um hmm. henry b Iing will do that um but what is the surprise is the open house uh we'll vip and media tours april 10th through the 14th but then an open house to the public april 15th to july 8th yeah
0: that's a long time. that's a long time
2: 12 weeks um, for reference, we thought, oh, that DC temple—that was that open house was a long
0: time. That was only six weeks. Jeez, this is going to be twelve weeks. So, well, for people who don't know where Saratoga Springs is, I mean, it is—it's on the far side of Utah Lake, but it it will draw in everyone who wants their kids to, you know, who wants their kids to see a temple in Utah County from. You know Spanish Fork, it's probably what only an hour to Saratoga Springs. That's the southernmost part of Utah County. And then you get everything around Lehigh and Eagle Mountain, another community around Saratoga Springs, and then of course Saratoga Springs itself, which is where much of the growth along the the I-15 Utah corridor, like there's hundreds of thousands of people, and every one of them will want to see the open house of the Saratoga Springs temple. So that, that actually doesn't surprise me when we rededicated Jordan river, any idea how long that, uh, that open house was,
2: uh, I have to look it up, but I think it was probably, um, probably f- like a month or so.
0: Oh, I think it was longer than that. You think so? I, I think so. And, and I remember, um, same with, um, the, okay, it, uh, it was,
2: the, Oh, go ahead. um, uh, March twelfth to April twenty eighth, twenty. Okay, so six so weeks. You're right. Six, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Never mind. I stand corrected. You're right. Saratoga Springs. Twelve weeks is a long time.
2: But yeah, I definitely think they learned their lesson. Of these Utah temples have high demand for yeah. open houses and
0: and you know why dedicated in August and not in July.
2: Oh yeah, look, there's a about a five week gap between the ending of the open house and the dedication. Um, you, yeah. You know why? Yes, the general authorities generally do not do much traveling. During they, July.
0: They take July and December off. It's the way to be. It's like being a teacher, except in better months.
2: Yeah, if you look Good at the stakes on. that are organized, they don't organize any new ones during that time.
0: So. you get people sent out on their missions by the first part of July, and then they go, see you guys in August. <laughs> we'll start prepping our general conference talks. Uh, we travel to Mexico next.
2: Yeah, so the Intermoroni was placed on top of the Pueblo Mexico Temple on November 16th. So this is the second-to-last Moroni that's going to be placed on a temple. Um, and what's unique about this is that um, there was a video that the area of Mexico put on their Facebook page. And um, they talked to the, the project manager. And he said something. He, this is what he said. I, I roughly translated this. Uh, President Nelson has decided that the Angel Moronis no longer represent the church, although they represent the gospel and the restoration. The Angel Moroni represented, um, represents the bringing the good news of the gospel to the Book of Mormon. The most important thing is what happens inside the temples. Therefore, the figure of the angel moroni is no longer required on all temples. It never has been. It
0: is optional. Interesting.
2: So it's interesting that this um project manager releases the statement, even though that there's never been a statement from the prophet or the, the newsroom or anything about this.
0: Yeah. Uh my prediction, do we have any idea when uh the Salta Argentina temple, which is the last one that'll have the Moroni, will be sort of completed do we know where that's at in the process of everything
2: um it's pretty close to Puebla, so I would assume any day it gets a running they put their money on yeah the project managers said once we get enough construction progress um then we we decide to put it on and so I bet it it's any day they put it on
0: yeah so my so my speculation which by the way how many years have I been right about this thank you I'm gonna go ahead and pat that back pat that back and Corey did the research, I did no sort of research, I just sort of spouted my mouth, and then Corey was like, hey, dummy, you are right, I looked into this, Uh, is uh, they won't make a deal when they put the last temple on, like maybe for the Argentinian people, like maybe there will be a guy like the project manager that will say, yeah, this is the last Moroni, blah, 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 but they won't make any sort of hubbub about it until April General Conference 2023. And that's when President Nelson will say, you know, the Angel Moroni doesn't represent the Church; it's Christ's Church. This is what we're doing; it's what's in, it's what's on the inside, not on the outside, et cetera.
2: I just feel like that will bring up too much. Like people will be like, "So why don't we take them all off?" Mm-hmm. And I, I, I kind of think that he just won't bring it up.
0: I don't you know. you think so? <laughs> I I think I to me it it seems significant in our cultural heritage enough that to not bring it up, you know, like we've noticed it and we've talked about it, but does it matter? Do I still, am I still able to make the covenants on the inside? Yes, of course. If they change something like that, they would obviously have to say something. I just think at some point with, because up to that point, all of the temples will essentially have Moroni, not every one of them, but most of them. Right. But then we get the other 120 and somewhere along the line of that 120, someone will go, Hey, wait a minute. There's not Moroni's anymore. And then someone else will be like, yeah, what about it? And there will be cause concern enough that it would be my hope that they would just pre-address it and be like, and I think it can be a really powerful message, you know, similar, whether you agree with it or not. I think that there is power in what President Nelson said about, like, we're not Mormons. We're members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, I, I it's a little dogmatic, but there's power in being able to say, I am a member of Christ's church. We don't have the angel Moroni because it's not Moroni's church. So
2: Okay, yeah, that's fair. Get ahead of the criticism. Yeah, Yeah.
0: fodder fodder for a general conference (laughs) talk. You have to talk every six months, getting an idea of what you're going to talk about. That's hard. Let's have a little empathy for these guys. And by these guys, I mean the Lord's elect who have chosen to be special witnesses of Christ, not just guys. Okay,
2: (laughs) we'll see who's right
0: okay I'll take a bet on that <laughs> uh and, and and uh in the show notes you have a link to that video right so we can be able to to check share my translations yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I love that uh Brazil yeah, yeah. there
2: was two dedication technical dedications on Sunday November 20th um if we're talking about like what happened first technically on the time zones, Belém Brazil is one hour ahead of Quito Ecuador. So that was uh dedicated by uh, Dale G Renland and it's the ninth temple in brazil and he had um if you remember from a while ago he had a general conference talk where he talked about the congo river Mm -hmm. talked about um, these waterfalls that the people would like throw their idols in well he had another uh, river metaphor in this temple dedication um belem brazil is located on the mouth of the amazon river and the river always um of course dumps a lot of water into the ocean and so it makes this um it's a delta area and but he said that um this is what he said twice a year when the sun, the moon align during the biennial equinoxes, the por- Roca known as the tidal bore occurs and the tide rises and the river reverses direction. So um, you kind of see, uh, I saw like at pictures of this. There's people like um, surfing on this tidal wave that goes hmm. from the ocean inland. Um, wow. So he says that um, we correctly conclude that even the mighty Amazon river must yield to higher heavenly powers. Wow. So
0: that's pretty cool, a- and you know what else? A pretty great topic for a, a general conference talk. I'm he's that trying, that out, yeah. trying that out, yeah. Trying that idea. I want to see what. Oh, we <laughs> like this. All right, I'll workshop that a little bit. I'll see you guys in April, uh, and then of course you mentioned Keto Ecuador.
2: Yeah. So this is the second. That was decade by Quentin L. Cook, and um, it's the second temple in Ecuador. So just for um, context, the guayaquil ecuador temple was the first one in ecuador uh dedicated in 1999 it was the 58th temple of the church um the bellum brazil temple was 174 and the quito ecuador temple is 175 wow For temple is dedicated wow and then uh elder cook his um his statement that i got out of this that was notable was that there's no evidence of wealth rank or educational rank in the temple we are all brothers and sisters humbling ourselves before god so yeah
0: which is one of my favorite parts of that uh my wife who's not a member of the church, I was talking I was talking to her a little bit about the temple respectfully, of course, but I said that you know one of my favorite parts is that it's not, oh my gosh, who's that person in the temple it's just everybody coming to 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 worship and to have that sort of meditative time.
2: there's no red velvet chairs that people sit at
0: right yeah, yeah. No respect <laughs> you know, I mean there are some white velvet chairs depending on which celestial room you go to, but that's right um, um
2: so you may be asking, Has this ever happened before, where two temples are dedicated on the same day?
0: Hold on, let me ask you: Has this ever happened where there's been two temples dedicated on the same day?
2: Well, yes, Richie, this happened, um, but it hasn't happened for 20 years. Okay, they were way back in 1989 and 2000. It happened four times actually, and back then President Hinckley he was gun ho in dedicating every temple Mm -hmm. as president of the church, and so but so he did. He kind of had a tight schedule; he had to do one on Saturday november 13th and one on uh, sunday november 14th but his flight was delayed and so um they decided that he would dedicate the one in halifax nova scotia but that president packard the president of the quorum of the 12 would go to uh regina uh Saskatchewan mm-hmm. that same day so that was the first time that happened okay the second time it happened was in 2000 memphis tennessee and reno nevada that was president faust and president monson that also happened again in May 21st, 2000. Nashville, Tennessee, President Faust, Via Hermosa, Mexico, Mon- President Monson. And then the fourth time it happened was June 4th, 2000. Montreal, Quebec, President Faust, and San Jose, Costa Rica, President Hinckley.
0: Hmm. Okay. And then for some other fun temple facts?
2: Uh, yeah. So the first time I did it, two temples were dedicated on the same year was the Hamilton, New Zealand, and the London, England Temple by President McKay. First time I have on the same month was the Ogden and Provo temples by Joseph F. Smith in February 1972. And then the first time it happened in the same week was um, in August throughout uh, the year, but um, Apia Samoa and um, Nuka Alafoa Tonga. So. Okay.
0: Um, now, I thought that this was interesting, too. This came out just, I think, uh, yesterday as we record this, that there are six new missions that were announced for the church. And I, I think that it's interesting that you have included in this as temple adjacent news, but I appreciate you bringing it up.
2: Yeah, um, this is kind of the same geography of the church that I'm fascinated by. Um, but the six new missions will be, one will be the Cote divoire Abidjan North mission. So there's going to be a temple dedicated in that city next year. And then the Democratic Republic of the Congo Kananga. That was a, a place where a temple was recently announced. Aba Nigeria, which is the temple there was, this is the first temple in Nigeria dedicated in 2000. So now we'll also have a mission. It's always cool. just been part of another mission. Um, Nigeria Abuja. Um, there's no temple there yet, but it's splitting off from the Lagos mission, which is where a temple is announced. Uh, South Africa Pretoria mission. Um, this will be obviously in Johannesburg is where the first temp- african temple was mm-hmm. and then the only um non-african mission that was announced was the romania Bucharest mission which was reinstated after being discontinued in 2018 splitting off from hungary which is where a temple was announced in 2018 as well so Do we
0: think that 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 the romania uh mission is due to growth because europe you we typically go ah, we sort of write off europe but all of the rest of those uh very much in what seem to be high growth areas of the church right now
2: well back in 2018 the church just continued a lot of european missions Mm -hmm. um kind of lowering the numbers of missionaries there i would assume it's mostly logistical in that you have a mission president that probably should know romanian language Mm. before you probably just had one that does like hungarian and one that does romanian so if you didn't have a romanian one it was probably kind of hard to have outreach to the missionaries there yeah yeah so
0: All right, I support it. Yeah, all, all in favor. I'll take it. No one ever objects. That's my favorite part. Although, have you ever been in a meeting where someone objects? I don't think I have. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. May May you for this holiday season get the opportunity to feel the awkwardness that is when someone verbally or physically objects when someone is called. It's it is a social experiment in people having no idea what to do. Uh. Uh, the last time I saw it, I've only seen it two times. The last time I saw it, the bishop was like, "Um, well, I don't know what to do now. I will find out and get back to you next week. And then like, puts the <laughs> mic down and, you know, goes and Was concert. it like
2: a, a vocal opposition? Or oh, yeah. Just put their hand up? Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. It yeah. was. And, and I mean, yeah. Come to find out, it was a warranted thing. Um, or at least that's what the scuttlebutt in the ward was. And that's where it's unfortunate, right? It's nobody's business, but also that's why we, you know, why we sustain or why we don't is so that we can say, oh, Hey, Mm -hmm. guess what? I, you know, this, this probably is at least something you should be aware of. Anyway, uh, Corey may, uh, this temple ticker be a great kickoff for your, uh, festive holiday season. I hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body. That if you weren't... Oh, (laughs) do it. No, you got it. You got it.
2: Um, If you weren't here this time, we'll hope that you'll be here next time.
0: And that if you weren't healthy enough to listen... Oh, wait. Maybe that's the same one. Eh, Bless the sugar out of this crap. In the meantime, Chris at Alpine Lakes Travel, Rick McGee, Debbie Wanless, and Chocolate Cake Bites Podcast will be saving a seat for you...
2: On the back row.
0: ...of the cultural Cultural home. Save me a seat. It's
2: sure to be neat. On the back
0: row, we really got to call show.